This is a lawsuit that was filed under our civil rights laws in Michigan on behalf of youth who are in prison with adults. So these are children placed in prison with adults who were sexually assaulted by other prisoners while uh, prison guards and other officials basically stood by and did nothing. And they are bringing a lawsuit to put a stop to this, to get compensation for it, and to get a declaration that their civil rights were violated when uh, these things were allowed to occur over and over again. This is a class action lawsuit with about 600 claimants. That's right. And these are individuals, all of whom were vulnerable youth who were placed in prison and not given protection from being sexually assaulted. So what happened was the state, uh, rather than allowing this case to go to trial and, and just to see whether they could prove their claims, the state has gone ahead and tried to Uh, put a stop to this case being heard at all. And what they're arguing, and this is really why this is such an important case, is that prisoners have no civil rights at all. Uh, That back in about 15 years ago, the Michigan legislature carved out from our civil rights laws uh, all prisoners and said that even though that they would ordinarily be allowed to bring a lawsuit, they couldn't, they had no civil rights under Michigan state law. Well, shortly after that happened, a federal judge ruled that that law was unconstitutional, that you couldn't just exclude people from our civil rights laws. And yet the state has gone ahead and is trying to uh, continue that uh, anyway. And so the Michigan Court of Appeals is hearing this case, and the state has uh, been filing dozens of appeals in this case just to get it stopped from going to court. The ACLU and other civil rights organizations like the NAACP and ACCESS have filed an amicus curiae brief, a friend of the court brief, arguing that, you know, if, if you carve out a group of unpopular and vulnerable people from our civil rights laws, that's really dangerous. There's no telling who is going to be carved out net. It's basically un-American and dangerous not to give everyone the same rights under our civil rights law. They're seeking protection under the Elliot Larson Civil Rights Act. Forgive me for not knowing, that is this umbrella law that covers residents of Michigan uh, as far as civil rights go? That's right. When our state constitution was passed in 1963, the constitution requires the legislature to pass a civil rights law to protect everyone's rights under equal protection of the law. And so the Elliot Larson Civil Rights Act is that law. It's a constitutionally required law to protect everyone's civil rights. And so when the legislature then goes in and starts chopping it up and carving out specific groups of people, it's really violating our state constitutional requirement that everyone be protected by our civil rights laws. Are there other cases? Is this precedent setting? What's the deal? Yes. In fact, in Michigan, uh, there was a previous lawsuit brought about 15 years ago on behalf of women in prison uh, who were also sexually assaulted in prison, and they filed a lawsuit under this civil rights law as well. And the courts ruled that they were permitted to bring their claims and they couldn't be carved out of civil rights just because they were prisoners. I remember that. Did the state challenge that? What happened in that case was the legislature actually in the middle of the case tried to pass this new law to exclude prisoners from 
the protections of the Civil Rights Act, and they passed it pretty much just to get rid of the case. And the courts ruled, you can't do that. This case has already begun. And also, you know, the the civil rights laws are supposed to protect everybody. And so, you know, the state, rather than realizing that it was time to uh, you know, fold things up and, and put an end to it, actually insisted on going to trial over and over again and ended up losing about $100 million uh, as a result. So we can see why I think the attorney general's office now is so frightened of what's happening with this new lawsuit. And so they're trying to raise the same exact defenses um, and trying to get the lawsuit thrown out. What I think is really worth asking, though, is, you know, if, if these are the allegations, and they're, they're really serious allegations about young people, you know, 15, 16 years old being sexually assaulted and, and, and guards standing by and doing nothing about it, well, why, are, why isn't the Attorney General's office investigating these allegations of, you know, widespread human rights abuses and, and trying to figure out whether they occurred and, and punish the, the folks who are responsible. Instead, they're, they're taking the, the opposite position and uh, trying to prevent individuals from even having their day in court. Why do you think they're not investigating the allegations and such and instead challenging it? Well, I think there's a confusion in the attorney general's office about uh, who um, who they're representing. Um, when you uh, when, when you're the attorney general or, or you work in the attorney general's office, you represent all the people of Michigan. And that includes the vulnerable people, the unpopular people, people with no political clout. And you're supposed to seek justice. How much does money play into the state's approach to this? Well, you know, it's very interesting. Uh, people file lawsuits every day and, and, and win money. But I, I think this goes further than that. This goes to some very basic human rights principles about how we treat the most vulnerable people in our system. And, and really, if you talk about vulnerable, it's uh, young people who are 13, 14, 15 years old, sent to adult prisons and placed without protection with adults. 